een bakker. En dat vond ik wel niet vet. Deze beloofde ook, die was niet geïnfecteerd aan de Hey, welcome to the TLR podcast, where we explore ideas from the community that get turned into social enterprises. On today's episode, Leeds Community Clothing Exchange. Planning on training for four hours, then tick Please tick the box, because if you don't tick the box, I won't feed you. <laughs> <laughs> Is it you personally that feeds us? Or? <laughs> personally, yeah. She will chop it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come and sit with me. Come on. Yeah, you are a teacher, I mean, It's the fourth Saturday of March, and I'm about to meet with the creative and the marketing officers of Leeds Community Clothing Exchange, Lauren and Becky. Lauren. How did you become involved in this? Well, I saw it on Facebook okay. um, a couple of years ago and thought, that looks interesting, I'll give that a try. Right. And I came down just as a customer yeah. a couple of times and then I got talking to people and they said, oh, you can volunteer. And I thought, yeah, that's great, I'll volunteer. Mm. And then uh, just over a year ago, they were looking for people to do specific jobs um, and I got talking to people and sort of said, oh, well, I do marketing anyway. Yeah. Um, and so I put my name forward and um, they voted me to be the marketing officer. So uh, here we are. I'm here every month. When you say a couple of years ago, how long was it? Um, probably about two years ago, I think. About two, two years. Two and a half years. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yes. So we've been running for uh, ten years now. Um, so obviously I've not been involved from the beginning. But, uh, yeah, a couple of years. <laughs> how about yourself, Becky? So, I've actually been with the Code Exchange since it first started. Since it first started? Yeah. Um, it used to be in another studio space yeah. in Hyde Park and a local sustainable designer yeah. um, set it up. And I was an intern with her at the time. So, yeah, basically from day one. From day one? Uh, yeah, I've been volunteering since 2009. That's just what we decided to call it, like the Leeds Community Clothes Exchange. Yes. It just does what it says on the tin. We are in Leeds, we're a community, and we're a clothes exchange. Yeah. yeah. There are other clothes exchange events that happen all over the country, but this is the only one that we're, we're involved with. Okay. Um, I think we're the only ones that run this regularly and for this long we have over 2,000 members yeah Liz was telling me that's crazy though and in the short amount of space that you've been able to achieve something like that as well as holding down like full-time jobs oh yes yeah yeah so uh, we're an entirely volunteer run team so there's a core of four of us who um, do the behind the scenes work so we're booking the room making sure there are cakes available doing the rotors and things like that but everybody else is a volunteer Um, so they are either people who've been coming to the exchange and liked it and wanted to help out some of them are people who just want to get involved in volunteering and have never been here before Um, so there's quite a nice mix of people we have all all sorts of ages and uh, people from different backgrounds and yes, uh, mm. it is a real community. That's yeah, it does seem really like there's like um, an eclectic mix of people here. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't seem like there's a stereotypical like one type of person here. It seems like there's a mixture of all sorts of people that come here. 
And I think like one of the great things is um, you could even sustain yourselves as volunteers. Like this could still happen if you guys were just volunteering. You could still swap clothes. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you could still carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think all the volunteers are. We all like clothes. Whether right. it's that we we've got people who work for community groups who do lots of dressing up and okay. activities. Um, yeah. There are people who are interested in sustainable fashion. There's students. There's older people it's uh, there's a real people mix. that we end up with like a lot of sort of business not business wear but sort of work trousers stuff. jackets sort of stuff people yeah. come to get that because they're a bit reluctant to spend a lot of money on clothes they don't want to wear but they have to we also get a lot of people who are losing weight um, so when they've they've lost a bit of weight rather than having to go and buy a whole new wardrobe they bring the clothes that don't fit them and take away some that do yeah uh, we also have people who are pregnant um, okay. so they will come they'll get some stretchy clothes or some maternity clothes um, and then when they They've had their babies they bring it all back and it passes on to the next person and uh, yeah so it's um, we do try to pass things on and, and stuff gets you know recycled <laughs> around for everyone. Yeah. we try to encourage people to get to know each other as well it's not just about coming and hanging the clothes up and sorting those out yeah. we want people to make friends and make connections and yeah. it's that community thing again yeah. we're a community of volunteers but it's getting out and talking to people um, so we also try and feed that back into the wider community. So any items that we can't accept into the exchange yeah. go to um, the Meanwood Charity Shop, right. uh, who either sell them in their stores or they can sell them by the kilo yeah. Um, yeah. if they're not suitable for them to sell. So nothing goes to landfill. And we also we accept bras. Um, yes, yeah, so we collect bras and bikini tops and they go to Against Breast Cancer, who are a research charity. Right. Um, so anything that we can avoid sending to landfill, we do. The only yeah. thing we don't accept except as pants and socks and tights unless they are new and in their packet. So, and if we can find somewhere that will recycle those, they will be recycled <laughs> as well. That's the next. So what can we do with our pants? Yeah. That's the next. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's always a worry, isn't it? What do you do with your pants? Well, at the moment, put them in the textile bins that you see on the street where, I don't know what, they get shredded, I think. Right. Yeah, they end up uh, filling the things. So, yeah. But yeah, we try to, uh, we're all about sort of that sustainability, so we want things to be reused. For example, um, last year in 2016, I didn't buy any items of new clothing for the okay, entire wow. year. Yeah. Uh, so everything. I haven't bought anything new since January. <laughs> so Wait, can I just make uh, a confession right now? Um, I have a pair of Nike free runs, and I think I've worn them since yeah last summer. So I don't know if that's something that you'd be very proud of, um, like the idea of like having something and using it up until it's ready to collapse effectively. Oh, absolutely. So that's another way that we can be ethical is, yeah. obviously, if you're buying a new pair of trainers every week or okay. you're buying a new jacket every time you go out, that's yeah. not sustainable. No. But if you buy a pair of shoes and you wear them until they fall off or okay. you wear um, you know, a pair of jeans until they disintegrate, yeah. actually you're using them. Um, so we, there's a thing called uh, 30 wears. So the idea right. is if you buy something new, you should commit to wearing it 30 times. Right. Um, which obviously it saves you money in the long run. If you buy an outfit for £100 and you wear it once, it costs you £100. Yeah. Whereas if you wear it 100 times, it's cost you a pound a wear. So that it, you're getting more value out of it and you're stopping things from going to landfill. Mm. Um, we are a lot more active on Instagram. On Instagram? Yeah. Because you don't like to talk about the show. Uh, well, we put 
obviously Instagram is a visual social yeah. media platform, but we also yeah. use it to highlight um, different issues in sustainable fashion. So obviously recently it was International Women's Day, right. and on that day we decided to uh, pick women that we thought were inspirational and also worked in sustainable fashion in various ways so we who's the most inspirational woman we, the, the women who make our clothes the 80 percent of the world's garment workers but are they women. have names don't they? they have names but i don't know each every well i'm saying like to you guys um, no that's i mean that's our right. inspirational yeah. women woman and Just i mean women there, in general. there are individuals like livia firth who is the founder of eco um eco edge who is a sustainable fashion company uh, there's Carrie Summers, who's the founder of Fashion Revolution, okay. which is a it's, a, it's happened in April, and it's a big campaign to encourage people to be more sustainable with their clothing, and it was inspired by the collapse of a garment factory in, yeah, in Bangladesh, Bangladesh uh, which killed uh, over 250 people. Um, yeah, I think I heard about that. So the, uh, the campaign was set up um, for that. And, then and they, um, they asked people to take an item of their clothing and get the label, Okay. and take a picture and put it on whatever social media they're using and hashtag it with who made my clothes. Right. They want us to become more aware of these nameless people yeah. who are making our clothes because right. they are, they're nameless and faceless. We don't think about them. Mm. They're half a world away right. working in all sorts of conditions and there's just very little transparency. But if you know where it comes from, you as a consumer can then make your decision whether you want to buy that right. knowing where it's come from. I think mm -hmm. And if you want to buy it knowing where it's come from, that's okay. But if right. you want to make a decision that is, um, you know, you don't want, it's a wasp, you don't want someone I'm not scared. to have I think it's a terrible time. Okay. Well, it's that thing. But then, like, with things like that, um, I think it, it's not everyone that can afford to make those choices this to avoid. Is why we have this. Because <laughs> it's a sustainable fashion yeah. option I think that everyone can access. Right. It, you know, we have a scheme that we have charity donation tokens. So okay. we've worked with women's groups in the past with refugees. They obviously come with nothing. Yeah. They can still access this. They're still accessing clothing. They're still making a choice. Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. Sorry about that. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah, like um, you know, as maybe like a refugee, you're coming in here. Um, you're speaking to locals. You're finding out about like the type of people they are. Yeah, and I think we're we're a really open um, environment, so people can bring their children with them. We are in designated safe space. We yeah. are. But I am a magpie when it comes to polka dots. Yeah, I found out about it through another um, community project called Freegal, and okay. it, it's just a case of where if you have anything that you don't need anymore, yeah, yeah I've heard about it. You give it away, yeah. Okay. And so I signed up to this, and I just was getting emails through about you know similar events in the community, like a community roundup they call it, and yeah, simple as that. It's just news community place exchange. And this sounds really cool. Um, sustainably working with fashion and. Yeah, it seemed like a really good opportunity to get involved. And so it's, it's not very exciting, but that's my story. <laughs> everyone here seems like really um, fashionable. Do you, like well, you seem like very... Do you think? 
Yeah. That includes that, me. <laughs> <laughs> except from you. <laughs> yeah, no, but do you think that's like do you think that's like a fair judgment that everyone here is pretty much into fashion? Yeah, I think everyone certainly um Everyone certainly has a style that they right. like to. You know, everyone's interested in clothes. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of brings to mind the whole distinction between you know, fashion and style. Because mm. um, I think with fashion, it's think it's all about what is popular today. Whereas sometimes, you know, it's fun to just wear jackets and tops. something a bit different so that they might not um, necessarily we'll be like the biggest trend. One, so yeah. we'll um, so one I think that's actually what personally I think that's what the no, post exchange kit is best too. Kind of and we'll something that's going to be a bit timeless and you know you might not it might not be in the shops today but it could be um, in the shops again tomorrow it was in the shops it. you know yeah. and um i think like one of the key yeah one of the key things is that like you never know what is going to or what you, yeah, you well, never know what you're going to run into yeah. yeah but I, what it's you're always run into, always yeah. something for everyone really so on the opposite side um there's maria Yes. <laughs> so, Maria, like, how did you um, get involved in the project for yourself? Uh, I first came um, just just to see what it was all about, yeah. and um, I've always been interested in, I suppose, env environmental issues and sustainability. Anyway, I'm not somebody who's good at throwing things away. Um, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I can't remember how I first heard about it, but I heard about it and just came um, and swapped for the first time and saw that they wanted volunteers and three, four years later I'm still here volunteering. You're still here volunteering? Yeah, because it is such a lovely atmosphere. The people are lovely. Um, you see um, some of the swappers here that you get to know the faces because they're here months on months and yeah. this, this is part of what they do and what they enjoy and they'll come in and swap and have a coffee and have something to eat and then go back out and swap and have a chat and mm. it's a real social experience as well as yeah. um, you know about the clothes swapping. Mm. So um, I just wanted to find out like on your first day yeah uh, can you just like run through the first day what was that like what was that experience like? Goodness it's a long time ago um, I suppose I didn't quite know what to expect I'd heard about swapping before mm. um, but I didn't necessarily um, know whether I would find anything that um, I would want to take away and I was really um, really surprised that um, you know, there was such a range of different items yeah. um, so um, it's sort of addictive um, because when, when I sort of came in sort of obviously sort of bought some stuff to swap I thought you know I'll, I'll stay here half an hour or so mm. and because stock keeps being brought out okay. then you keep on thinking oh I'll just go around again and see if there's something that I haven't seen before mm. and then you go and have a coffee and then you'll think actually you know so I've been here for a couple of hours <laughs> I might as well but, stay but I you know I'll just see what's coming before I go and then you spot something else and um, I think that's that's the joy of it it is so fresh it's it's different from a charity shop that you go in and there is stock because it is constantly changing while you're here. Yeah, the rotating um, stock. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, um, it's just constantly sort of pulling you in. <laughs> so, what would you say um, is like the most attractive feature of this whole project? Yeah, just 
If someone is like listening and they <laughs> are on the edge of like being pulled in, as you yeah, call it, yeah. Um, yeah, what is going to finally make them decide, you know what, I need to go definitely and see what it's all about? Because you, because it's fun, you never know what you're going to find. Yeah. So, um, because there are some real gems that come in, okay. you know, so some real good quality branded labels that come in yeah. that could be exactly what suits you mm -hmm. um, that you're getting because you're, you're, you're swapping you know it's, it's that almost reward for the fact that you're, you're swapping and, and you found this that is absolutely perfect for you yeah. it's, it's that excitement <laughs> and I was asking Lauren earlier um, like what's the craziest thing any of the swappers have ever brought in or that they've um, demanded? Certainly what I've taken away, so okay. I've, I've got some real favourites. One of my favourites is a um, fleecy um, dressing gown that is um, giraffe style with a, with a hood and ears okay. and it's really snuggly and I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> there is, um, <laughs> I'm putting my hand in class. Yeah, I remember um, like a size guitar came through once okay so we couldn't take a oh in. so you do more than clothing well, that's that's no we, we, we do right you know if someone just brings something along and yeah like, i unfortunately i don't have a home for it anymore but it's okay. you know it's good to use and <laughs> they just bring it along and you're like okay well you know be ashamed not to and so, actually i took it myself <laughs> And do you still have it? Do you still have the guitar? Yeah, I actually ended up giving it to my friend. Right. <laughs> because it's one of these things like I always want to know the instrument but never get around to it. So I just pass it to your friend. But yeah. he really appreciated it. Still sitting in his room and still plays it, you know, every week if not every day actually. So you get some really kind of fun, unexpected things. Mm. Yeah. That's I think that's like a really cool point about it. Um, yeah, because people are always like looking to give their things away that or people have always got old things that they no longer need, so... Things that you've grown out of yeah. because you think, oh, I will diet into it, I will get two sizes smaller mm -hmm. in the next couple of months okay. and, you know, it's not going to happen. Right. Um, but you still have it there and think, one of these days I am going to fit into that <laughs> and um, it just starts filling up your wardrobe with stuff that you're never going to use. And it's because somebody else could be benefiting from this. Yeah. Somebody else could wear it, love it. So with all these great things that you're doing here, um, how do you move on? Like, what's next? How do you move on from this, the small idea? How do you move on to developing the idea? Um, yeah, that's a tricky question. I mean, we've, we've talked in the past about possibly sort of kind of franchise uh, okay. in a way so offering tools to help people set up their own exchanges in other cities yeah. so because we are all volunteers mm -hmm. we don't have the resources to set up other we exchanges would love to have the <laughs> we would love to we'd love for this to be a full-time job but um, oh my god that's the dream um, i mean there's like um i don't know if you've heard about these 2023 yes yeah so for us we're going to like express um interest yeah so i don't know if you guys are planning on doing I that as well are, you are yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> so, 
so yeah, I think, and it's just linking in with other initiatives. So things like the Fashion Revolution, Volunteers right. Week, um, student events, um, Woodhouse um, Community Centre does an event for students leaving at the end of the summer, okay. where they can bring their unwanted goods down. So whether that's their pots and pans and their clothes, we will take part in that as well. So we try to just connect with as many people as we can and, and spread the word about sustainable fashion. Really. Yeah, and I think like. Um, well, I anticipate that most of our listeners are going to be like student type of people. Yeah. And if, for example, like maybe one of our listeners is working on or is studying something to do with business yeah. and they see an opportunity to maybe develop what you're doing here, but obviously you're a non for profit, so. If they were interested in volunteering... For profit doesn't mean we can't benefit from business sense and business advice because at the end of the day, growing the event to enable us to put put back in what we grow is it's only going to be beneficial to the people who come to yeah. the event. Um, obviously, we're never going to turn it into a for-profit business model. Right. I don't think that would work anyway. Yeah. I think what we'd say is if, if there are any students listening who are interested in getting involved, whether they are business students, whether they're fashion students, whether they're a student who is interested in doing something on a Saturday, please get in touch with us because we, we will find something that we can work with you on. And what's the best way to get in touch? Is that like your Facebook or? Uh, either contact us on Facebook okay. um, or send us an email. An uh, email. Leeds Community Clothes Exchange at hotmail.co.uk. Right. Mouthful, but uh, <laughs> or, like I say, or find us on Instagram or tweet us um, yeah. and we will get back to you when we can and uh, hopefully we can do something we with you. We are very quick at getting back to you. Since you desperately, desperately want to plug your social media, oh, yeah. you might as well get it out of the way right now. Um, for your Instagram. So our Instagram is, if you just look for Leeds Community Clothing Exchange, right, and that will pop up. And we have the website, which is leedscommunityclothesexchange.com. And we have a Twitter account, which is... Uh, I think it's L-D-S-C-C-E. Um, but if you, if you search for Leeds Community Clothing Exchange, you'll find us there. As well.